welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. So unless you've been on Mars, you know that a team of uh, Navy SEALs snuck into a compound uh, in Pakistan and killed Osama bin Laden. And you know the response. People in America celebrated, danced in the streets. They gathered in front of the White House and sang. They gathered at Ground Zero in New York. It was an exciting time. And I think that probably a little bit of shame or a little bit of embarrassment lifted off of Americans. You know, here we hadn't been able to get this guy who was supposedly living in caves for 10 years. And um, here we were, the greatest military power on earth. And so I think the, the, the nation rejoiced and relaxed. And of course, the press went crazy as it always does. And, uh, and it was a great time. But it did raise some interesting questions. And I had a lot of those questions come to me by Twitter and Facebook and, uh, and directly after I, I would speak around the country. And so I thought I'd talk a little bit about the, the death of Osama bin Laden, what it means from a Christian perspective, what it means um, in terms of what, when is it right to kill someone. Now, I need to say right off the bat that there are scriptures in the, in the Bible. And again, as I've said in other podcasts, I have, I have listeners and, and people who are friends who are of no religion, people who have non-Christian religions. So forgive us if every so often on these podcasts, you know, we sort of delve into Christian issues. But they're relevant for you as well, and you'll see why in a moment. When, when Osama bin Laden was killed, many people began to rejoice and celebrate and be, be thankful that he was killed. And some Christians got upset about that when, when other Christians celebrated uh, because they, there was a scripture that's in which God says, I don't rejoice in the death of an evildoer. Well, of course, that's God speaking, and he created all, all people, even the ones who end up doing evil. And so it's natural that he and his love might say, I don't rejoice in the death of an evildoer. Um, but I think it's equally natural that people who have been uh, assaulted by an individual, um, the biggest villain on earth, theoretically speaking, um, you know, would, would, would he, when he's actually killed, taken out by people who are defending themselves, so to speak, um, that, that there would be rejoicing. So I'm not too concerned uh, about people chanting in front of the White House. I'm not pe- too concerned about people uh, singing God Bless America at Ground Zero. I, I like those displays of patriotism. Uh, you know, if they had stormed into Muslim neighborhoods and started beat up on people, obviously I would have been radically opposed. But this was just a nation celebrating a victory. By the way, not too unlike the dancing in, in Times Square uh, at the end of World War II that we still have pictures of. Remember the famous picture of the sailor kissing a nurse that's become so iconic. So I'm not too concerned about that. The bigger issue for me uh, is the issue of, is it righteous for a people to kill an enemy like Osama bin Laden? And you know, I think one of our problems in our generation is that we tend to think, because we're not a historical people, we don't think about history, we don't think about the council of the elders that's come down through the centuries, we have a tendency to think that we're confronting everything for the first time. Uh, you know, two kids will sit at Starbucks, two 16-year-olds, and we'll talk about issues in the news as though no one's ever confronted that before, as though there's no body of teaching or, or, or anything that's come down through history. And I, I realize that, you know, with the revolutions of the 60s and the 70s, that we've moved away some from the received wisdom from our fathers. But the fact is that there's, there's a great deal to be gained from that which comes before us. And, and one of the things that helps us think about this uh, is the whole history of the just war theory. Uh, is it legitimate to wage war? And if it is, what are the boundaries? And the reason that I bring this up is that the killing of Osama bin Laden was part of a broader war. 
if that broader war was not legitimate, then it wasn't legitimate to kill Osama bin Laden. But if that broader war was legitimate, then, then it was legitimate to kill Osama bin Laden, and we ought to have a basis for doing so. I should say quickly to you that I was not in favor of the U.S. going into Iraq in the way that it did. I believe that Saddam could have been removed uh, other ways. And I also believe that we should now be out of Iraq and out of Afghanistan. Uh, I'll put that right up on the table. I've been saying that in the news around the country. I'm a conservative, but I do believe we're done in those wars. And I believe in response to 9-11, we should have gone into Afghanistan, done the job, done it well, gotten out, and handled Saddam Hussein another way. But but having said all of that, so you sort of can locate me on the political spectrum, um, the thing that fascinates me is the Christian history of just war thinking. In Romans 13, the Bible says that the civil magistrate, the civil government, uh, bears the sword not in vain. That's sort of the King James Version. And the sword was a symbol of two things. It was a symbol of defense when you're assaulted, when someone attacks you. It's a symbol of defense. It's also a symbol of punishment of evildoers. Um, punishment of criminals, for example. So the civil government does have the right, biblically speaking, and from that scripture and other scriptures, to deal with uh, uh, opposition, to be, deal with attack, to deal with military opponents who, are, who attack, in other words, when the civil government's on the defense, and it also has the right to do violence against criminals. I mean, we all believe that the police have the right to take some guy who's hurting people you know, on the streets and knock him to the ground and put handcuffs on him and haul him off to jail. That is a legitimate use of force, as is, uh, you know, would be the shooting of, some, of a criminal who's shooting people at a mall. We all believe in those kinds of things. But and when it comes to a war, what is legitimate? And, and so once Romans 13 established the fact that a civil government could go to war, that war was a legitimate function of a, a civil government, uh, what then were the boundaries? And St. Augustine, who lived late in the 3rd century, uh, early in the 4th century, um, I'm sorry, late in the 300s, early in the 400s, actually that would have been the 4th century and the 5th century, um, established some bases for a just war that have really been a guide. In fact, they teach them at these at West Point and the Naval Academy. They talk about them at St. Cyr and Sandhurst, the British and the French uh, military academies. Um, I've sat in on some of those lectures. It's absolutely fascinating. And I hope that our our uh, elected leaders will always think in these terms because Augustine said that if you're going to have a war, first of all, it has to be waged by a right authority. In other words, it can't just be somebody who rises up from a village or, 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 or somebody, some group of you know tradesmen who get together or, or even a group of senators get together on their own and decide to wage war. It has to be waged by the right legal authorities, biblically as well as in terms of the laws of that civil society. Uh, then it has to be for a just cause. You can't wage a war just to go capture somebody's oil. You can't wage a war uh, just to go take a president's wife. You can't wage a war, um, you know, in some illegitimate way, according to a biblical view of of the just war theory. And, And then the next thing is you have to do it only if there's a reasonable chance for success. In other words, you, you shouldn't wage a war that's going to lead to nothing but meaningless destruction. Uh, there needs to be a plan. There needs to be uh, the possibility of victory. Um, success for this plan needs to be an option. Otherwise, you're just shedding blood. And then, of course, you have to have an eye towards proportionality of response. Um, if, if a Pakistani uh, you know, throws a rock at the U.S. president in New York, for example, you don't carpet bomb Pakistan. Um, you, you, you don't, if, if a little, you know, Caribbean country, 
does something to one of our ships, we don't just bomb that island into oblivion. There has to be proportionality of response. Now, I am of the view that our actions in going into Afghanistan after 9-11 and our going after al-Qaeda were all legitimate. We were attacked. We were attacked horribly. Uh, approximately 3,000 people were killed. Uh, this was a, an a official declaration of war. Osama bin Laden led a network of thousands. It was largely located in Pakistan. And with the permission of the Pakistanis, I believe we had the right, and of course we had that permission, I believe we had the right, biblically speaking, a legitimate right to go after al-Qaeda. We did. We didn't get Osama bin Laden. We got almost all of his other lieutenants. Um, And then it's my view, and I say this kindly, but it's my view that we were wrong to go into Iraq. I do not believe we had the evidence. I do not believe we fulfilled the Augustinian just war theory. Um, And I think that we regret going into Iraq now as a nation. We could have removed Saddam in other ways. We could have helped to rebuild that country. Um, We we certainly would have seen far less deaths uh, of of Americans and far fewer deaths of Iraqis. And I think we, we would have been a nobler and more righteous nation to have done that. And that, by the way, is taking nothing away from our valiant soldiers and and warriors who fought that war. So when it comes down to the killing of Osama bin Laden, to the extent that was the extension of a defensive action, to the extent it was the response or part of a declared war, to the extent that it was part of a just war, as Romans 13 and St. Augustine taught it, I believe we were legitimate to take him out. And I think that even the raid itself was proportional, well-planned, kept with an eye for not killing civilians, uh, etc. And uh, I think that all of that should come to play in our minds. Now, I understand people being offended by the the killing of someone. It seems macabre. It seems vicious. Um, I, I think we should always be very careful to... Uh, sort of, you know, rejoice when someone's put to death. I've always been bothered when someone is killed on death row and crowds gather to chant and rejoice. I think that's inappropriate. But we need to not allow our our solid biblical theology to be uh, dissipated. We need to think in terms of what's legitimate for war, especially in the generation in which we live, in which we're going to have many wars. Um, and, I, and I think, too, that we need to be urging on our politicians that if they're going to send young uh, Americans into war, that they have fulfilled the Augustinian just war theory, uh, which I think is the wisest guide to the conduct of, uh, of war that we've ever seen. So glad for the death of Osama bin Laden, not dancing in the streets, but more concerned that we as a generation reclaim a way of thinking about war that helps us be a just and a righteous people. Thank you.